0: 950 the progressive voice of minnesota it's the matt McNeil show 952-946-6205 952-946-6205 is the phone number uh dr joe eastman is our expert on covid health care issues as well as other health care crises he's kind enough today to join us about something that's you know kind of he it, it's it's getting to in his craw and he's pretty upset about it as we especially we get into the fall here and in this rise of of covid cases dr joe thank you very much as always i appreciate the time
1: well, thank you for giving me some time to chime in on this uh, important issue. I, I appreciate it. Now,
0: you have some big problems with the Healthcare Infection Control Advisory Committee, or HICPAC, right? Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's how you say yeah. it.
0: And um, yeah, tell, first of all, t- t- why don't you just explain what exactly does this organization do?
1: They pretty much set the uh, safety standards for our hospitals around the country. And uh, it's kind of a thing that protects the CDC's back, so they don't get sued for massive amounts mm. because of uh, neg- negligence and such. So um, they're setting like the masking policy and uh, and different things in terms of the, the surgical hardware and, and things like that. All kinds of different aspects of hospital safety.
0: Now, and and, and, um, and is this is this committee made up of? I mean, I'm presuming it's all pretty established healthcare professionals, correct?
1: Uh, it's supposed to be. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the problem is that they're only got about, uh, just over half of the 14 members they should have on the committee right now. And, uh, they're pretty much in lockstep. We think mainly with, uh, more money interests instead of the, the human interest part of, of healthcare that we all care about.
0: So. So they put, they put down a recent ruling that you pretty much highly disagree with. What what exactly was this ruling about?
1: Yeah, it was uh, concerning. You know, they it was two thousand twenty one. I think the CDC plainly admitted that uh, COVID was uh, aerosol. It's airborne. It's not through droplets. Mm-hmm. If it was droplets, it wouldn't be so infectious. So these aerosol particles, they can circulate. You know, tens of feet throughout. <laughs> Throughout a building or wherever your house and um so anyways uh what they what they've done is they ignored the uh aerosol science and um they you know which requires an n95 surgical masks were were created to uh you know stop uh droplets and bodily fluids and things like that they weren't intended for airborne pathogens and things like that so um you know, if you want a safe hospital, then you're going to have to put on a good mask. Mm -hmm. And um, what they did is basically said, and this is the worst of both scenarios, they said, we recommend in a general hospital setting uh, these surgical masks, but they're optional. Uh, You don't have to have them. So I'm worried that it's going to come come back, and they're going to end up getting sued, I think, the CDC for negligence. Because this whole recommendation process is illegal right now. It has no legal weight or anything because they're uh, five members short of the uh, 14 required in their charter to make these kinds of decisions.
0: Now, and, uh, one, one thing I want to clarify when you're saying there are tens of feet, you're talking about if there's someone that has COVID, their aerosol impact zone is tens of feet away from that one individual, Correct that's correct that's correct. Yep. Exactly. and then and then and, and so when you're talking about they have said they've, they've not mandated the, the 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 good masks in hospitals clearly we're not talking about in surgical because obviously that that's that's something where there there's there are, are we just talking what in emergency rooms just in the hallways what are they talking about is where their advice is for these masks or the lack uh, of masks
1: the lack of masks is throughout the entire hospital. Like you say, obviously not the surgical, <laughs> mm-hmm. surgical areas and things like that. But then they also have some different classifications based on what kind of patients comes in and whether they should be quarantined and, and things like that. It's called special air precautions and the extended air precautions. So, um, those are they, they uh, require N95s in those types of areas, but that's with highly infectious people. So in the general hospital environment, they're um, they're saying the surgical masks are optional. And uh, boy, when I go to the hospital. I want to I want to make sure I'm safe, and I want to make sure other people are safe. And and this is clearly not going to cut it. And uh, like I say, they're open for lawsuit right now if they if they continue with this. So people can, we've got 60 days, it's going to sit in front of the CDC. And I strongly urge people to to call the uh, Inspector General of Health and Human Services and, and voice concern about this issue because it's everybody's health is going to be impacted.
0: Um, the... <clears throat> So, and okay. And one of the things I mean, I'm having a hard time with one thing is like, I mean, these hospitals have to have a ton of the good masks sitting in a warehouse somewhere. I mean, you would think they would. We just went through a pandemic. At the very least, they <laughs> should have some of this stuff there. When you say that there there might be some money influence here, I'm presuming you're talking about the hospitals and that this is a, a condition of, well, we don't want it. I mean, it's it's you know we can give them the cheap mask or we can give them the more expensive mask. It saves us more money. We can make more profit if we get the cheaper mask. Is that where you think the pressure is coming to this this board?
1: Maybe a little bit. A lot of it is kind of personal convenience too. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know that, but you're kind of on to something. That, you know, N95s now are getting down to the price where they're almost the same as surgical masks. So um, it does confuse me a little bit. It's Mainly, the healthcare industry just wants their own freedom to do whatever they want, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, whether it's financial or or personal convenience, you can't really be sure which one Mm -hmm. it is. So it's a very frustrating uh, situation right now. I I, I, I've been thinking about this all weekend, and and uh, it's really
0: driven me nuts. Well, and and one of the things we should understand is, and I I can speak to this because of earlier this year, you know, if you are in a hospital environment... You are. I mean, you 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 talk about this is there. There's a lot of people in there that have to be very careful. You can't. Uh, you know it's you know you you can't have a, a person's not generally just staying in their hotel in their their hotel their hospital room. They're not generally staying in their hospital room. They're generally moving around. They want to go into you know rehabilitation. They might go to a different go get an X-ray. They might go get a consult. They might be doing this. They're generally going all over a hospital environment. So it's not is there. There seems to almost be a, a real lack of common sense here because the first thing you should say is well it's clear that 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 this person is just not going to just be in a room but even if they were just in their room every person that comes in the room even if they just put on a mask at that point is is being themselves being subjected to to things outside that that room so i mean it it this doesn't make any damn sense really you you've hit the nail
1: right on the head man it's just, it's totally ridiculous i mean Last time I was in the hospital for an extended period, it was kind of during a peak part of the COVID. And uh, they said, you can't go out in the hall unless you put your mask on. And yeah. i like, oh, I didn't know COVID stopped at the door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? but what are these people thinking?
0: Is It makes
1: it, it, no sense.
0: You, you had said there, there might be an element of this, of just... People just are tired of the masks. It's you know that was so 2020. Do we really have to do that now? The reality is, is and you you have said this bluntly, is <laughs> COVID or not? It could be something else. We are really just we had a nice little reminder that we are it we are very susceptible because not because that that viruses necessarily have to be that deadly or that persistent. It's just that we have so many people who just, you know, whose feeling of an inconvenience of wearing a mask is more important than stopping themselves from getting a deadly disease. And I think that this is, this is the world that we live in today. That's why you have to have these kind of standards put into place.
1: (laughs) You're precisely right. I mean, why would you even go into the healthcare
0: industry if you weren't concerned about your fellow humans' health? (laughs) Just a smidge, you'd think. So okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, so there is you—you you had mentioned there is a public comment period that people can kind of get. W- w- what's the process? Do you know off the top of your head what the process here is if people want to come out there and voice their concern about this?
1: Yeah, if you go on to the, just do a, a quick search for CDC and HICPAC, and you'll you'll be able to find their website. And the public comments uh, for HICPAC actually ended yesterday, but the CDC one. Is open for the next 60 days and um, there, there's a place where you can just type in your message or if you go to my newsletter I have a, a kind of a canned thing that you can cut and paste and and submit um, we had over 640 pages of public comment there were so many people concerned about this and uh, that's that's never happened to HICPAC before so we got their attention um, my, one of the, the co-founders of the WHN that I work with, is he's got the ear of the inspector general now, but I would urge people to uh, actually call the inspector general at 202-619-3148. And again, there's a can- canned uh, talking point that I have in my newsletter that they can look at and, and uh, just voice their concern. Uh, Dr. Mandy Cohn just took over at the CDC, and uh, frankly, she's dropped the ball. Our boosters this year aren't even close to what was last year. So she's she's not the answer to what's going on there.
0: Yeah, it
1: does. I believe that the CDC is just not set up for a pandemic. I'll put it that way.
0: Well, it, it seemed, which is remarkable, it, it seems like they just pulled back really fast. I mean, they sounded like they were kind of, I mean, when Joe Biden took office, I was kind of surprised at how well he was able to get you know, vaccines out, kind of you know, this and holding his own. But it just seems like that there is a steady backpedaling because, you know, frankly, public opinion doesn't want anything to do with it. And it seems to have permeated pretty much all levels of the government on that side.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, you know, in terms of economic interests and the workforce and such, it was very short-sighted because we're losing people to the workforce due to long COVID or PASC, as they call it, at uh, a pretty alarming rate. And uh, you think about doing this for decades, it's not sustainable. <laughs> it's going to cost a fortune, and a lot of people are going to leave the workforce. And, and we're getting kids that are going to be sick the rest of their life because of this. Yeah. And, uh, I'm. I frankly, I'm. Uh, sometimes I feel like just throwing my arms up and saying the heck with it. I, I've I've had enough. But uh, you got to keep going.
0: <laughs> there have been people. There yeah. are people that have been sick for three years. Three years, and and yeah. that is that is insane. And and the reality is is that it's 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 not a sustainable system for our health care system. It's not sustainable for a lot of things. But the only I can tell you one thing: if we don't take it seriously that's the quickest way people are not going to get better and we're going to have more of this problem. So uh, HICPAC is H-I-C-P-A-C, H-I-C-P-A-C. And the CDC open session for comment is on for 60 days. That's going on right now. So just search HICPAC, H-I-C-P-A-C, and CDC, and you can get into their comment section and do that. Uh, Dr. Joe, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm glad you're bringing awareness to this because the reality is, is that you know, know, things like this, this is one of those things. It's, it's, it, I guarantee you most people had no idea what Pack is, let alone that the fact that they were putting in some really bad rules that are going to jeopardize people's health. So I'm glad you're, you're, you're on this. And as much as, as much as this gets to be frustrating, you know, I, I thank God for you every day, man, because you're, you've been out there doing a lot of good work. So I appreciate everything you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for letting me have the whole time to to get the word out there and, uh, one last thing, remember J.1. <laughs> That's the new bugger coming at us.
0: J1. So, uh, oh good. <laughs>
1: just what you to hear, right? Tell you what,
0: how about how about next week we'll have you on get a full covid update then. How about that?
1: Oh, that'd be wonderful.
0: All right, Dr. Joe. And hopefully
1: Joe. I'll have some more good news from the mail clinic for you. Too. All
0: right, and we'll, and we'll 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 teach you how to give a nice little side punch to Hick pack.